Toy dinosaurs, loud drum sets, a little chaos, and a whole lot of laundry. This is the Burger and the Fry podcast, a conversation about raising two boys and staying happily married. All right, everybody, welcome back to an episode of the Burger and the Fry podcast. We are so excited you're here. Yes, take a listen. <laughs> So I have to just go ahead and say we'll open this <laughs> podcast with a funny story. I was like, Abigail, we gotta come up with three things. Like three things we've learned from our travel and stuff. And she goes, No, that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. None of the podcasts I listen to do that. That's stupid. If the shoe fits. They never do. I'm a thirteen wide, so mm. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Burger and the Fry Podcast where we talk about life with two boys and trying to stay happily married through it all. Happily. Happily. I love <laughs> you so much. I just love you so much. We are back from Philadelphia. We've been back for how, many, how long now? Uh, uh, like a week and a half. Yeah, a week and a half. And we had these grand plans of like doing a couple episodes while we were gone. and uh, <laughs> Yeah. Here we are a week and a half later doing our next episode. So we're going to kind of just tell you what happened uh, with Noah's surgery and our travels to Philadelphia and everything. So uh, why don't you go ahead and get us started. Um, okay. Um, so we stayed five days. and Now he wasn't in the hospital for five days. Um, we flew out on a Monday, got there... I'm pretty sure we stayed in the hotel that Monday because we were exhausted. Traveling mm-hmm. with an infant. Oh, okay. Noah really didn't do my traveling. That was, surgery aside, I was very anxious about traveling, you know, on an airplane with him. Because I'm thinking, worst case scenario, he's going to scream. It's going to be awful. Honestly, he fell asleep. And, and was he great. was fine. Yeah. I, I think, I don't even know of any time that he really cried. Um, just being really selfish. Like, I was, that was the part that was stressing me out the most. I had a lot of confidence in the Lord to bring him through the surgery. I had confidence in the doctors. Like, that part didn't freak me out. The part that freaked me out was going in airplanes with a, with an infant. Never done it before. And it he was, was amazing. I mean, it was, obviously, it's easier to travel without kids, obviously. But, I mean, even in our layovers, he was great. Now, would I take him and Henry together? No. Oh. <laughs> no. But he was a, Noah (laughs) was a good travel partner. Now, when we go back in October, he's going to be older, not in a cast. We may have a different story, but I don't know, maybe. And y'all, if you're flying, if you ever fly with an infant um, or just a little kid that can go in a stroller, you've got to get, what was the brand of that stroller? Was it Pocket? Like P-O-C-K-I-T or something like that? I don't don't know. I can't remember, but it, it... it has two buttons on the handle of the stroller. You click them, you push down, and it folds in to like it's a... It's small enough to be a carry-on on a plane. That's what it's made for. Yeah. Like, it's it's supposed to be tiny like that, but it was great. And speaking of carry-ons, don't do what we did. We tried to take, like, as many carry-ons on the plane as possible. And looking back, that was so dumb. Yeah. Why didn't we... We should have just checked everything. Again, if it was just... Walked through the airport with him. If it was just us, when we traveled in the past, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but we, we did decide... I think this is a good idea. 
and other parents think differently because every time uh, we got on a plane, they were very surprised that we what we did this. But we bought him a seat because for two reasons. One, he's very wiggly and he kind of he likes being held, but at a certain point, he just kind of likes his own space. So I figured if we take his car seat on the plane. Put him on the plane, we could strap him in and he'll fall asleep. And that's exactly what happened. And then, two, with the cast on, we've, we kind of figured that he would like to have his own space and be kind of stabilized on the way back. And it worked out well. But a lot of, I didn't see one parent the entire time get their kid a, uh, no. a seat. But I, I, I really enjoyed it because we all, we all kind of had our own space. And I'll do it again, yeah. obviously. It made it a lot easier. But either way, so we were like traveling through the, airport with our carry-ons the um goodness gracious the car seat noah (laughs) it was just a lot but either way no traveling went great we got there monday kind of just chilled so tuesday we had his pre-op appointment that's where we met everybody and um shriners so shriners hospital we went, it was the one in Philadelphia, of course, um, and they just do orthopedics. So any any child there coming to be treated is just there for any kind of orthopedic um, issue. And um, the so what really shocked me about the hospital, so we've been to Le Bonner, and I, I have been to Vanderbilt before, not with Noah, but Vanderbilt, Le Bonner, um, they're like their facilities are just awesome. Like you walk into Le Bonner and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I was a patient here, you know. And Vanderbilt's kind of even the same. Now, like when I walked into Shriners, it did shock me a little bit. It wasn't. I don't know what. It was, what, it was like lackluster. It it wasn't gross. It, no, like, no. There was no place in the hospital where it was unclean, or no. we were like, oh. No. I think we just. Shriners is world renowned for what they do, we and they expected, are. We expected like you walk Bonner. in, yeah. We expected walking into Lebanon or something, yeah. but it was it was just a hospital. It was nothing. They really put their time and money into one funding every yeah. patient that comes through, equipment two, and then three world class doctors and and good nurses nurses and staff. Um, yeah, when we so, got there Tuesday, I mean, everybody was so kind, yeah. helpful, from security guard to Dr. Cozen. Yeah. I mean, it was, everybody was great. Yeah, the, and that's, so the pre-op appointment, um, at, we met, like, the whole team. We met occupational therapists, we met Dr. Cozen's nurses, we, there's, like, a nurse case manager that kind of, like, is the go-between that, you know, if I ever you know, had questions, or she's called me a few times, you know, we talked to her, we met Dr. Cozen, of course, did we meet Dr. Cozen's partner at any point? The guy? His name's Dr. Z. You know, the guy that was with him? No, that was like an intern. No, that was a visitor. He does have a, a partner, but I'm not sure that he ever came in the room. I don't think we ever saw him. Yeah, but he, he was, he was <clears throat> there and helped, because, uh, what's funny, so, yeah, so we met on them Tuesday, I'll wait. So, and then Tuesday, like, they made us feel, so, as a mom, you know, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm anxious, like, this is awful, but, like, I I think after meeting everyone Tuesday, everyone being, being so informative and nice and helpful, I just kind of left, I just wasn't worried, like, I, 
I wasn't anxious. I wasn't, like, I, I just felt this strange peace. Now, of course, you know, the Lord helps us, obviously. But honestly, like, I think together. <laughs> Side note. You know, the Lord, like, does this thing or whatever. No, but together with that, I think it was just the whole situation. Like, well, and we also got there, and Dr. Cozen starts doing his thing, playing with Noah. He's... I'm gonna be honest. We up until this point, we had met a few doctors that it, they're like weird, right? Like they're well, just and they were they were almost <laughs> almost. There was one we met. <laughs> he was like a whack job. Like he was he was cr- he, he was crazy like, and also rude and very dirty. He kind of looked like, like Einstein, like the stringy hair. Like and he like, gave we <laughs> no. <laughs> He was trying to get Noah to reach, and he like pulled out these dirty little keys out of his pocket. And yeah, I'm thinking, what are you doing? But no, not Doctor Cozy. Yeah, he was amazing, <laughs> and he would play with Noah, get him to do the movements, and and he told us he's like, wow, he's actually made a lot of improvement, and the 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 injury that they thought was in his neck that was severe wasn't there anymore. Uh, that all had healed, and so. What that meant is they didn't have to go into his leg to take nerves. They could take them all out of his, you know, arm, shoulder area. The nerves that had already healed in his arm, they just borrowed the nerves from there. Yeah. Because something about... You, you only, only need 30%. Yeah, 30% of your nerve needs to be whole to work. So they were able to take some out of the arm, the other nerves that had healed in the arm instead of going in the leg. So that was good. So we didn't have an incision in the leg to worry about. It's just all in his arm and shoulder and yeah. neck area. Which also meant less recovery time. So he's in a cast right now, and he gets he gets done. Next out week. Of it. Yeah, next week. And so, but that could have been 12 weeks um, had it been the other way. And so that was a huge deep breath we could take at that point. Well, and he like, of course, okay, so this, this surgeon is like, Literally world-renowned for this particular, like, birth injury and injury. He does other things, um, but, like, this particular thing, you know, he's kind of... Everybody comes and studies uh, after him. But, like, so he said a lot of big words I didn't understand. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would ask him a question, and he just kind of went. And I'm thinking, ah, okay, I'm just shaking oh, no, my no. head. But, like, I just felt this... Like, I just felt like, okay, I'm just going to trust him. I may not understand. Like, after... So, when we got there Wednesday, Wednesday was a surgery. They took him back. Um, whoa, he, whoa. You skipped all of our life. Well, there's a... Oh, goodness. Okay, so Tuesday... Can we talk about that stuff? Like, yeah. The fun Tuesday, stuff? Tuesday, post-op, again, great. Um, it just went really, really awesome. So, like I said, honestly, we weren't stressed. We weren't worried. I, I really expected to be so worried and so stressed out about everything that, like, okay, I'm just staying in the hotel. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to freak out, you know, the whole time. And I, I didn't. Like, so afterwards, we went to this really cool place, and I'll let Seth talk about it because he just, you know. I'm the food person. Yeah, I'm the food critic on the podcast. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, obviously? What does that mean? You said I'm fat? I am. Y'all got to lose weight. I, I have a subscription to Weight Watchers, and I don't do any weight watching at all. It's bad. Anyways. No, you're just picky. He's so, like, look, when we got together, you would never eat, like, guacamole. Like. And not guacamole. <laughs> no, it took me, like, two years to get him to put, a, like, a little bit of guacamole in his, in his mouth. And now he, like. <laughs> and today I was dumping this special Mexican hot sauce all over my mm-hmm. crazy rice. It was awesome. Anyway, so we went to this place called Reading Terminal Market, and it was incredible. 
you can Google it and see. I mean, it's world-renowned in Philadelphia. We will go back. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a flea market for incredible food. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a disclaimer that you're going to hear our dog shake his head, and uh, that's his collar. It's crazy. Yeah, he's an idiot. Anyways, so <laughs> Reading Terminal Market, uh, we got our first cheesesteak. They don't call them Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> they call them cheesesteaks. Um, and it was okay. It was fine. Uh, it was from a place called Sparados or Sapardos. I can't remember how you say it. Then we got Whoopies, which are like... It was called a Whoopie Pie. A Whoopie Pie. That's right. And it's like a cake cookie sandwich thing. It was wonderful. It was incredible. Um, from there, we stupidly walked down to uh, Independence Hall and all that. So I'm all giddy. Like, I'm so excited to see Independence Hall and Liberty Bell and all that. And we turned the corner. Actually, we first went to the gift shop and spent some money, and it was awesome. Oh, I yeah. got a coffee cup. It was great. Um, but then we went to the Liberty Bell, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see the Liberty Bell. And I turned the corner, and the line's like 50 people deep. It's like, oh. So we didn't get to go in and see it, but I did see the Liberty Bell. We, we got to see it. And then we went down and saw Independence Hall, which was awesome. And right about that time, um, the wind kicked up. Yeah. It got chilly. Well, so another thing about the trip. So, obviously, um, we, so right, let's see, we flew it on Monday, like Friday. Uh, <laughs> our dog's drinking God, water. I'm trying to block the <laughs> mic. Like, I'm about to beat him for doing this. He's drinking water. It's okay. I'll talk through it. It's okay. Um, so like Friday, Henry gets sick and it's like a, it's like a little cold cause Henry started school and he's never been around kids before. So, you know, the, the runny nose comes and then the coughing and all that. So uh, he actually, did we take Henry to the doctor? Yeah. Henry did go to the doctor. Are you talking about before we left? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And we, Henry didn't have anything, so it wasn't COVID or anything. And so Henry gets sick and I'm thinking, no, no, please please don't let Noah get sick. Well, about Sunday night, Noah gets sick. He starts coughing, runny nose and everything. So, like, I'm freaking out because I'm thinking, we're going to travel all the way up here. He's not going to be able to have a surgery, whatever. They did his little COVID test. Obviously, it, it was just a cold. He obviously didn't have COVID. Um, so, anyway, he's, like, sick. And so, like, that whole Tuesday... I'm like, oh my goodness, he's sick. We gotta, I'm just freaking out. So like when the wind started blowing and I'm like, no, Seth, we've got to get him out of the wind. He's having the surgery. <laughs> but, um, I'll be, and he was fine. Like, I mean, it was just a runny nose. They were able to put him to sleep, but of course, whatever. So yeah, the wind started blowing and I'm like, get him out of the wind. <laughs> yeah. And we knew we weren't there to do that stuff. That was just a huge bonus to get to go to that place and see that stuff. It was, it was pretty awesome. And then the night we slept and whatever, and we enjoyed uh, <laughs> we enjoyed his last night without a cast. <laughs> yeah, kind of miss being able to just like toss him around. Like, I miss yeah. oh lord this cast business. Maybe Wednesday we'll, we'll talk about it. Anyways, Wednesday Wednesday surgery. So um, yeah, we get there and everything like they take us back immediately to um, I guess like a pre op area, um, and everybody's great. He had this. This, uh, it was a male nurse. Pete. And, yeah. Pete. And Pete, if you ever listen to this, thanks, Pete. You're awesome. He was 
just, you know, just a nice guy. Um, He's from Jersey. Yeah, he got to pick a little, like his own little pillowcase. He got to pick, and we let him, we let him reach for whatever he wanted. He got to pick what color the little rod on his cast was. He got to, um, well, he did pick his blanket, but one, he didn't pick it. He was, he was asleep. They picked his post up blanket. Um, But like just little details like that. And then again, everybody came, everybody came up to the bed, talking to us, explaining things to us. Just very informative, very nice. Um, it was just, it was great. I mean, honestly, I just didn't, I just wasn't stressed. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't, I I was just okay with it. And of course, obviously 97% of that's God. And then the other, other part is just, I mean, how that's what these people do. That's, I think it, it is their job to make sure everybody's okay with the situation. They do this all the time. Um, and you normally think like, I mean, we're talking a a team of 10 people that circulated around us. And one thing I loved, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like a business person or leader or whatever, is every person recounted the same story to us. And they told us, this is going to get annoying, but we have a protocol here where we we make sure the name is correct. We ask the injury, what side is it on, et cetera. Like they they make sure they've got the information right. I mean, I probably said 75 times uh, the whole time we were there. Yes, I delivered him. Yeah, he got stuck. Yeah, he was pulled on. Yeah, like the whole mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole thing. Brachial plexus injury, right arm. Yes. Yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah. But it was great. And so, um, but none of those people, there was one guy who was kind of like the one doctor we described. He was kind of like, ugh, like kind of gross. <laughs> the but, anesthesiologist? Yeah. But he was super nice. Strange. Yeah, and, a strange man. And here's the deal. If you're working for Shriners, at, at the same time, I don't really care how you dress. They trust you. You've been working with them for a long time. I don't and it's care. it's a very, we did learn, it's a very small, now, okay, I can't speak for all the other Shriners hospitals, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the Burn Hospital is a pretty big. I think so. But where we were, just orthopedics, it's rather small. It's it's a small operation. Like, everybody knew everybody. Like, okay, I was waiting to tell the story. So, we're in uh, the pre-op place, and Dr. Cozen's like, okay. So, this is how it's going to work. And he said, now, so they called us. They actually ended up calling me like five or six times. At Five or six times. At a certain point, I'm like, okay, well, cool. I mean, it was just like the same information. Everything's going well. I'm like, okay, well, call me with news next time. But like, so he said, we will call you. We'll call you when the surgery starts. And they were like, you know, don't think it'll, he'll be put to sleep as soon as he gets put back there. It'll be about an hour before surgery starts, whatever. He said, if you see us walking around with coffees and stuff don't think anything about it because he said you know some parents will like freak out about that so we're thinking okay whatever so we're in their little cafeteria and again very small operation it's like everybody knows everybody the cafeteria the cafeteria is i just spilled the sprite on the table this is the worst (laughs) what a great time to do that maybe we'll start over no no we've got a lot to talk about um anyway so we're in the cafeteria, super small operation, and we're just waiting on our food. And here comes Dr. Cozen with his coffee. Like, hey, man, how's our son? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> but he's like, oh, you know, he's fine. They, they're working on putting him to sleep. And then, if I'm not mistaken, soup not long after that, I see the anesthesiologist guy walking around with coffee. And I'm thinking, where is our son? But they said it's normal. You know, there's just things 
you know, that we're, have, that we're having to do. And at one point, sh the lady called me. It was like 20 minutes in. She goes, yeah, you know, he's still just sitting up on the bed playing. Great. You know, like they're, anyway, just small operation. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, it just, it was, it was just a, I'm, I just wish I could put into words how well and peaceful and just great it went. I mean, we sat there and watched Netflix for six hours. <laughs> well, and like, what's cool too is, if you're from the South, you hear all these things about the North and people are rude and whatever. And now they did tell us every person, every Uber driver, security guard, nurse, they all kind of said, now you know you're not in a good part of Philadelphia, right? Yeah, it's like the worst part of Philadelphia <laughs> like, to be in. You know not to walk down the street, right? <laughs> yeah. And and so they were very, you know, cautious to tell us that. But um, everybody was so kind. And then especially like when we were in the... Um, when we were in the waiting room, there was a parent in there of a of a patient who had gone in about the same time Noah did. And, I mean, she's sitting in there with us. It's kind of awkward. Like, you feel like you need to say something. And so I went to Target to get something for Abigail. When I came back, I, I said, oh, I should have got you something. And, no, it's fine. And we got to talking. Come to find out she's a Christian. She's sitting there reading her Bible. So I'm asking Better Michael, than us. We're sitting there watching Netflix. Maybe yeah. we should have been reading our well, Bible. Well, Abigail was watching Netflix. I was... I was reading The Martian, but same difference. Anyways, um, and we struggled with conversation about the Bible and prayer and and you know how God's pulling her daughter through and wasn't all she this from stuff. New York? Is that yeah, right? she was from upstate. So Man. it was like a three hour drive Man. to Shriners. Um, and so and that happened to me. So Wednesday night, um, you know Noah comes out of the surgery. Um, he's kind of fussy when we walk in. The nurse is like rocking him, you know, standing up, rocking him, trying to get him to, to, to calm down. Yeah, so. she calls me. She goes, he's out of surgery. Oh, I think he's hungry if you want to come on. <laughs> uh, and so we walk in. Abigail feeds him. Dude slept for like. 12 plus hours. Yeah, he was it, it out. Was, it was crazy. Um, and so the, the, the part that sucked a lot was going, going to the hotel. Um, they had a rule where you had to leave at 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I stayed around till eight thirty, trying to protest. See, they didn't. They didn't ask him to leave. We're rule followers. He probably could have like, at a certain point, they would have let him go. But with being in that certain part of town, he probably couldn't have gotten an Uber out. There was a couple <clears throat> Ubers that would pick us up from our hotel, and they'd turn their location off once they got to that part of town. So like, oh, we don't want to pick anybody up over here. Yeah. <laughs> So it was good that he left when he did. But even on the the Uber drive home that night, uh, what was the lady's name? I think her name was Sharice. I could be wrong. She, you know, why, why are you at Shriners? And I said, oh, my son had surgery. Oh, my goodness. What's his name? I want to add him to my prayer list. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, I thought I was in heathen Philadelphia, <laughs> the heathen north, you know. And I mean, I'm joking, but at the same time, you just don't you don't suspect people to just say those kinds of things whenever you travel outside the South, or it feels like you don't. And out of this Bible Belt. Yeah, and even she said uh, she was listening to K Love in her Uber, and which did you know in the Uber you can select like I want to listen to music I don't want to, oh, so I they know to that. turn it off if you get in if you don't want to listen to music. It's mm. cool, but I didn't ever put that. So she's listening to K Love, and she goes. She goes, honey, this song's for you. I don't even know who this is or what this song is, but it's for you. And it was Lauren Daigle's I Will Trust In You. And I was like, dang. And I literally teared up. I was like, 
This is ridiculous. And it was just God showing us step by step by step that everything was going to work out. And so I got to the hotel, and here's the food critic. I ordered some wonderful Middle Eastern food. Oh, my gosh. All Sham. It's wonderful. We need a Middle Eastern place in Jackson. Who will start one? Let's take a poll. Okay, anyway. Sorry, I'm getting um, sidetracked. Go ahead, Abigail. So, yeah, he slept for like 12 plus hours the night. I mean, the at, overnight, he did really, really well. It. He really just, um, he just kind of didn't want to be touched. That's kind of it, you know. Um, yeah, but he did really well, and... The next day, I actually woke up. Like, he slept for a while, and I must have fallen asleep. But he woke up about 7, and I, I must have fallen asleep about around that time because I woke up to him hitting his IV against the bed going, mum, 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 mum. And then he was he had been working on uh, kicking the IV out, and he got that out. He was happy about that. Um, <laughs> he said, like, blood went everywhere. Oh, yeah, everywhere. But he was, he was just as happy as he could be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, he was smiling and stuff the next day. Every, I mean, it pretty much everything went great, and he, we went home around noonish, and we we stayed in the hotel for the rest of the time, cause and more. I mean, he's getting used to the cast, and so were we, you know, cause it's it was it's it was real different. And then it was time to come home, and we just, I mean, traveling he- traveling back was better than traveling there. He fell yeah. asleep, obviously, because he was probably drugged up on Tylenol, but still <laughs> fell asleep. It was great. Um, and we were ready to get back to the burger. And, yeah, I mean, oh, what I was saying about, so, he, you know, we got out of surgery. Dr. Cozen came to talk to us. He said everything went fine. They only had to transfer two nerves instead of three. So what they did, they put Botox in two. Um, now don't ask me which muscles. This is another one of those. He kind of went to a bunch of big words here. They transferred two nerves instead of three. The third nerve was gonna be in his tricep. And he said that his tricep nerve was abnormal. And I asked what that meant, and that's that was a whole thing. I did not understand what he meant by that. But that's where we got that you only need 30% of the nerve working. So he said he had 30% of his tricep nerve working, and that's all you need. So he didn't think that he needed to. He said it would be best to leave that nerve alone. So I don't know what that means. But so they only transferred two nerves and um, they put Botox in his other nerves to kind of, or the other muscles that were working to kind of put those to sleep to let the other muscles wake up, kind of get a chance to strengthen. So he did say all the movement that he gained before the cast, he would lose. So when he gets out of his cast, he won't, he likely will have very, very limited movement. But we'll just be thankful to be out of cast. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then that... They did an ultrasound of his shoulder because they were going to do a procedure in his shoulder to kind of loosen everything up because they thought he felt really tight, but he actually didn't need that done. Um, so it was just that and the Botox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, so but he did really well. Um, we came home. He's been, the cast has just been a whole, I think this has been the most difficult part, part of the whole journey. And of course, we didn't have surgery, so I'm not being selfish here. 
But I know, like, even for Noah, it has been really difficult because he just wants to get down. He's he's wild. He has been since day one. He is just a busy human being. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wants he wants to get down. He wants to crawl. He's not sleeping well because he's a belly sleeper. And he can't sleep on his belly. So it's just a this home part has been more difficult. And that's probably why we haven't done a podcast because it's just been, it's been like nonstop. Like making sure he's still and not bothering his cast is like a full-time job. Um, So, but yeah, I think that's kind of all the updates. Yeah. And as we wrap up, I just want to book in this with, we have been kind of overwhelmed with how much people have given to us to help us with all this. Um, Yeah. we, We didn't, fully realized Shriner was going to pay the medical part. Like we had heard, but it wasn't like said until like (laughs) I sat down with Shriners, like actual Shriners in the cafeteria, interrupted their conversation and asked them what they do. And and they said, it's all free. We pay for everything. And so, you know, that, that happened. And then people gave to cover our travel and food expenses and, all that stuff. And we have to go back in six months. And so we have yeah, money October. for that. Yeah. yeah, October. And so it's just incredible. So we are just very, very thankful that everything has, has gone the way it has. And we're excited about the future. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Burger and Fry podcast. We'll be back soon with something. Yeah. I don't know when, but yeah. something. Sometime, somewhere. Hopefully, um, no medical um, update. Like, hopefully, we're good on stuff like that for a while, and we Amen. can <laughs> calm down. Yep. Yeah. Well, never mind. I won't go into that. <laughs> say a prayer for us. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all you have to do. Just say a prayer for us and keep us in your 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 thoughts and your minds. So, yeah. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye.